and welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 215, Ignite the Fight. This is a show where we talk about all things Xbox 360 and anything else we pretty much want to talk about. This uh, episode was recorded on November 4th, 2012. Uh, I'm Rob, your host, and with me today I have my good buddy, Mark. Hello. Also known as Wingman. That's right. <laughs> 709. <The> <laughs> Are you the 709th Wingman out I'm there? I'm the only Wingman. <laughs> I'm so special. I picked whatever number I wanted and went with hey, it. Speaking of which, I don't I don't know if I ever asked you this or if we ever talked about Is there any significance to that number? But dude, where have you been? I, I don't like I've, I've said the significance to that. I don't remember times. anything. Oh my goodness, and I know... Remind me. All right. I'll cut you off if I get bored. Well, I, I originally on Xbox Live, back with the X, when I had Xbox, I was originally in the beta, and I was just wingman. Um, but um, when I left and I went back, of course, I couldn't take it because that account had been like locked because it was tied to the old Xbox game, or the original Xbox, Xbox yeah. Live. So uh, I went with 709. 709 is the tail number of an F-16 that I crewed for two years while I was oh, stationed in Aviano, okay. Italy, and it was like the best aircraft that I had ever worked. The thing was just a monster, man. It never broke down. It was a machine, man. We had a great crew working it, and it was just my most memorable, uh, memorable aircraft that I ever worked. So Very cool. I, oddly oddly enough, I, oddly enough, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've mentioned it several times. I, I'm sure that's okay. Not. Obviously, you're not listening to me. <laughs> no, are you going to go home to mother now? So, what am I? Am I doing this podcast with my wife? It's like I'm. <laughs> she never listens either. <laughs> of course, she could argue back that I don't listen to her. So I guess that's only. <laughs> well, then it's mutual, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man. Well, I don't have any numbers after my name, so I, I can't. Because you're not special. Yeah. No. You have to be special to get numbers. <laughs> Short but special. <laughs> hey, whatever works. I'm still yeah, special. Exactly, exactly. Ding, fries are done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know why that just cracks me up. It's You know what? There's two things that always make me laugh. One is that. Uh, I'm, I'm ashamed to say, I guess. And then the other one is the, what's up? Oh, what's up? Are you <laughs> wow. That thing always makes me laugh. Wow. I have a soft I can spot see the heart. ding fries are done making you laugh, but even though I suppose it shouldn't make us laugh, but, and then I don't like to make fun of the handicap, and that's not why I laugh, but it, it does. It, it cracks me up, too. I can't help but laughing. So. Yeah. But and I don't then I guess, intent to make fun of the handicap. That's oh, not for the sure. reason that we're laughing. Right. So, but and the what's up thing that is, I guess that dates you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> what's up with that? <laughs> what's up? What's up? How long ago was that? That was what, Let's... probably fifteen years ago. Those commercials were out. Those Bud Light commercials. Yeah, that was back. Wasn't that around the time of the 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 frogs? Yeah, right around there. Yeah. It, it might have been either just before or right after the, the frogs. Oh. 
Anyway. Okay. Welcome I to this guess special that, life. Uh, yeah, yeah, that part was the and anything else we're going to talk about, I guess. So now we should probably get back to the Xbox state of things. So a yeah. well, little order of business before we get on with the show. Uh, we need a guest host for next week. Our uh, precious wingman will be uh, winging it at that time. You'll be, what, in the air or um, trying to I will to be in the air by that time, but... Uh, I will be, I will be at a, the most amazing steakhouse in the world at that time, probably Which enjoying. One? It's um, well, I'm not gonna say because then people might show up and <laughs> <laughs> and there won't be enough left for you or what? <laughs> no, it's um, I gotta look it up again what the name of it is. I I just had okay. it the other day. Um, I know what it is, but uh, keep going. I'll figure this out in a second. You're going to Dallas, right? Yep. Yeah, you got to check out. Uh, oh, there's an awesome barbecue place down there too. There's two of them. Rudy's. Nope, that's yes. not it. R U D Y. And then there's Rudy's is not a steakhouse. That's like a barbecue. Oh, I'm I'm saying I said barbecue. Oh yeah, no, that's not that great. We got one out here. And then there's Rudy's one more. Is nothing great. Oh, there's a Rudy's out in Arizona. Yeah, they just opened one up not too long ago out here. Oh no way. So. The one that's like in the gas station. It looks like a gas station. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, Rudy's, yeah. Yeah, we've got one down here now. But I, I went there last time I was out there, and I wasn't that impressed. No? So. But. And then there's another one, uh, Bone Daddy's. That one's pretty good. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to. I was I was waiting for some ridicule on that one. <laughs> no, no. I was on the edge of my seat. I cannot remember the name of this restaurant. I just had it the other day. Um, because I was talking to some guys and I pulled it up and I, I was able to remember the name of it and I can't remember it right now. Ponderosa. I want to say it's something like El Ranch, uh, the El Rancho, something. Ranchito. I cannot remember the name of it. Anyway, it's it's got good steak. It's like the best I've ever had. Fantastic. I'll think of it before we before we get off of here. Yeah, there's there's great food down in Texas. I've had some uh, really good steaks also down there. Good barbecue, and they've got an awesome awesome game store down in Plano called Madness Games and Comics or Comics and Games. I forget which way it goes. So if you're close by, stop there. Yeah, I'm going to be all over that. But anyway, <laughs> getting back to what steak we Steak and earlier, shake. No, I'm just kidding. Steak and shake. <laughs> I'm oh, just they have the best steaks. <laughs> they flatten them with their spatula. It's <laughs> <laughs> smush them. Anyway, so Wing's going to be traveling next week. Uh, we normally record our shows on Sunday nights at approximately 9 p.m. Central. So we're looking to have a guest host uh, on for the show, so please let us know. Uh, I guess probably uh, an email would work good. La right? Hacienda Ranch. La Hacienda? La Hacienda Ranch is the name of the place. That's what it is. Best place ever. <laughs> Dude, it is amazing. Oh. Yeah. What's so good about it? it? Oh my goodness! In fact, let me pull up their menu. Um, it, it's it's 
oh, it's just the, the, the most flavorful steak, I mean, I have ever had. I went there last year, and unfortunately, uh, I went with a friend of mine who does work for the same company. We always go down. In fact, he's going down the same day. We always go for our annual training at the same time so we can see each other. He's a buddy of mine in Chicago. You remember Mike. Yeah. Yeah, so Mike and I always go down there at the same time, so we get to hook up. And, oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, and we went. Now, this was like the last night we were there last week. We were like, oh, let's go try this steakhouse over here. Oh, we we thought we had died in Gonda Evan, man. Uh-huh. It was absolutely just amazing. The it, it was just a huge steak. It was this, and the flavor was just, you know, usually it's like you always ask for the steak sauce, but, you know, I always hold off. You know, it's just in case that it's, it's not any good or anything like that. It, it was like a, it was like a flavor explosion, <laughs> you know. Um, it's a it's like it's, fireworks going off in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and I think the one that we had, I think called the Trail Boss. That sounds right. It's like a 16 ounce bone in ribeye. Ribeyes, yeah. Oh my goodness, dude! I, it was so good, and it was it was big. I mean, that's a 16 ounce steak. That's good. Yeah, and. And I'd swear that was 16 ounces after it was cooked. <laughs> it was huge. We were so full. And the guy comes up and he like wants us, you know, hey, do you want to try our dessert? And I'm like, the food was so amazing that it was like, yeah, I want dessert. But I told the guy, I said, I, I do, but I am full. But it was our last night and I kind of wanted to try dessert. But I told the guy, I said, I really don't want to. Because that will take the taste of the steak out of my mouth. <laughs> and I really want to preserve it as long as possible. Yeah. But we actually ended up having uh, some of their dessert. And, oh, my goodness, man, it was amazing. But it's just like I want another steak. So we're going there the first night we get to town. And we, we're probably going to hit this place at least three times in a week. Oh, nice. <laughs> at least. <laughs> oh, dude, you're going to get it all meted out then. I, I'm going to come back. I'm just going to be a bigger, fatter, slobbier person than I am now. I'm going to come back on that plane on Friday and be like, you know, They're the guy next to me is going to be like, dude, reek of steak. <laughs> I'm like, I know, isn't it great? <laughs> Dude, they're gonna they're gonna stuff you in one of those bins and put you in the cargo hold <laughs> instead of the seat. <laughs> I should weigh myself before I go and then weigh myself when I come back. <laughs> I'm eating sixteen ounce steaks every other night. I might gain a few pounds. <laughs> and yeah, see if you won or not. <laughs> right. I went with a customer on a business trip uh, a couple of years back and he was on one of those Atkins diets. Uh huh. Oh see. So so he wanted to have steaks like, you know, every night. It was, it was funny because we were out in uh, Cali for about a week. After like the fourth day, I'm like, dude, please, I can't. I can't have any more meat. I need something else. Just something to change it up. <laughs> it was like steaks on the first two nights. Then I switched to pork chops. And then it's like, no, no more. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever go to a Brazilian steakhouse? I was, I've been there and I've never, I was not impressed. No? No. Because first of all, they give you like a little bit of meat and then it's like, yeah, it's all you can eat, but you got to catch the guy. You know, they're like (laughs) run around so fast and they never seem to come back. Get a bear trap, put it next to your table. So. (laughs) Oh, you can tell the guy, no, come on, keep cutting, keep cutting. Don't know. Just give me the whole thing. Actually, I wonder what they would do if you asked him to put the whole cut on your plate. They probably wouldn't. <laughs> okay, and then tell them, okay, start slicing. 
So, but anyways, let's yeah. let's now let's get off this restaurant life. <laughs> All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, next weekend, which uh, this would put it at the 11th, Sunday, November 11th, if you're available to record, just shoot us an email or actually shoot me an email, rob at this Xbox Life or contact at this Xbox Life and let us know if you're available and we'll look to chat. Alrighty, so. I did, a, I did put a post in the, in our Facebook group and two yep. people have already replied to it, so. Okay. So, so I guess you could reply on there too and uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. Alright, so on with the show. You ready? Let's do it. <laughs> Finally. Okay, so what have you been playing, buddy? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I finally finished uh, Forza Horizon. Um, I'm down to like two achievements in that game, dude. Um, it's first Horizon, it's first Forza game that I've ever gotten so many achievements. Love the oh, game. Nice. I, I had a lot of fun with this game. Um, and now I'm down to where I need to do all the PR events and win a race on hard. And I haven't even tried a race on hard. Um, so, because I was gonna, if I could do everything else, then I was gonna, I was gonna work on that. But, um, being that the PR events, I just can't seem to nail. It's the third, each, each event, and when you go to one of these, there's like nine or ten, like, Horizon event kiosks or booths or, like, stations throughout the, through the whole map. So you pull up and they got, like, these PR things you can do. One of them, like the, it's like the first one is, um, I don't remember. It wasn't a race. What was the first one? I don't remember, but it was something pretty simple. Uh, the second one was always go take a picture of this car. So you got to drive somewhere and take a picture of it. It was really, real super easy. The third one is like this skill thing where you got to get all these points by drifting and burnouts and passing cars fast and not hitting them and. I've only been able to do one of those and get that one. All the others, I just can't even come close to getting the skill points I needed. So I think I'm pretty much done with the game um, as I've got a lot left to play of other stuff. And um, I know there's something really exciting coming out this week. So um, I think I might be done with this. I might be sending it back, but I still have it sitting here. Excellent game. I really enjoyed it. If you do like Forza, this is... I've never played a, a Forza game, I don't think, all the way through. I think this is the first one. Um, I, I don't know. They're hard. <laughs> they are, and they, they get yeah. – they're, they're, this one's a long game. It's still – I got over 20 hours in it. Um, let's see what I do have. So it's a long one. It's – if for the achievement people, you can – you can get the achievements. You can probably get the full thousand pretty easy if you're if you're better than me. I mean, I suck at racing, and I've got all but two of them. So it, it's not uh, not hard at all. Let me see if I can figure out. You know, I can never figure out on this Raptor page how to pull up the the hours. But let's see, all time for Horizon. Oh, for the month, let me look there. I got 38 hours in Horizon. <laughs> My goodness. Well, I got more time in that than I do XCOM. So, uh but yeah, so I mean, it takes a long time to get them, but you can get them, and it's a lot of fun. So, if people are interested in that, um, I also played another game, another racing game called Need for Speed: Most Wanted. <sighs> you know, <There> <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this. 
Start at the beginning. Um, very, I, dude, I was so excited when this game showed up at my door. And the excitement quickly left the room. What? After playing it. How come? Um, let me go back to, let me pull and see if I can name the things that I, I find that are wrong with it. Um, first off, it is much like the first burnout. It just drops you in the world and you have no clue what you're supposed to do or where you're, you know, what you're doing. The first thing I, I would say that I did not like is that when you're doing a race, it, it is hard to know where you're going. Now, as someone pointed out in the Facebook group, there's this big giant sign that says checkpoint that pops up in front of you. The problem is, it's not that big, it's not that giant, it's not that obvious. It is there, but sometimes it is behind a building. Um, it's not always readily visible. There's so much stuff in the world. So I'm always having to look down at the mini-map in the left corner, and there's like a GPS line there. There's that green line that you follow. Okay. But it's on the map. It's not on the screen in front of you, right? So it's on the little mini-map. And the problem with doing that is when you're flying around a busy, heavily trafficked city at 200 miles an hour, as soon as you glance down, you're smashing into something. I mean, you're going to crash into a bus, uh, another car, a bus, a median, a building. <laughs> Something's going to cr- you're going to crash if you look at that thing. So, I, I it's it's I do not like that at all. Um, I did a uh, what they got they've got like ten most wanted races, and I did my very first one. And what it is is I'm I basically have to race against this other car, and okay. I have to beat them. So that would be all fine and well. However, this race, not only is the AI super fast, um, and he is, I took him out several times in a race, and even though I would take him down, it would say on my screen, I took him down, within about five seconds, he's passing me. Even though I had the, the gas floored and I was flying the whole time and didn't hit anything, he'd quickly pass me again right after being taken out, which is garbage. Because when I get taken out, I'm looking at a takedown screen for 10 seconds, and then I'm way behind him when I finally get back in the game. So that's crap. Secondly, um, you're also being chased by the cops. And they are slamming into you. They're throwing out spike strips. They're doing that's everything mean. they can to stop you, and, and, and supposedly the AI guy you're chasing. But it's so frustrating. And then, um, so this first one I had to do over and over and over and over. And, of course, the first time I did it, I also don't know the path like the AI does. So I'm having to keep looking down at that stupid mini-map to see do I got a turn coming up or, or whatnot. And it, it, it was so frustrating, dude. I almost threw my controller at my TV. Wow. That's my nice, beautiful, fairly brand new, what, three-month-old 60-inch TV that I cherish and love. Dude, I was that mad. I, I was, it was, in, it was, a, and this was the first night. <laughs> I mean, it was that, it just brought the anger out of me. I got so tired of, because what really did it was, I finally, at one point, 
I come around the last turn, and I'm ahead. I'm ahead. I'm finally beating the guy, and I'm like 50 feet from the finish line. All of a sudden, zoing! There went the AI. Flew past me. Dude, I had it floored. I was, dude, furious. I actually hopped off a party. I was in a party of people. I was losing my mind. I actually just dropped out of the party so they didn't have to listen to me anymore. Oh, nice. Um, oh, man. And, uh, okay, so, so yeah, you got a lot of nice AI rubber banding, which is crap. Um, you, you know, you, you can take out, I don't know how many times I had spike, you know, I'm running over spike strips. Uh, so now I'm running on, on rims only. Um, so then once you do finally beat the guy, then you actually, actually have to catch up to him and actually take him out to take the car, which that wasn't that bad, but the whole, this is racing, trying to beat him while the cops are chasing you. That's frustrating as all get out, dude. Um, another thing I do not like, which I think is so idiotic, is even like in those matches or any time you're racing or you're doing anything in this game, like if you take someone down, it pops up a big giant banner right in the middle of your screen saying takedown or, you know, if the cops, if you've, if you're, if they're chasing you and the heat level has gone up. It pops this big banner up right in the middle of your screen says heat level increased or heat level decreased or whatnot. Anything that happens pops up right in the middle of your screen. So imagine driving 200 miles down an hour down the road through a city with twists and turns and traffic and all of a sudden 75% of your view right in or, you know, of your view of your windshield gets blocked by a message. Thanks. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> You're going to hit crap. You're going to slam into something because all of a sudden you can't see. I'm like, what are they doing? Who, who, you know, I, I you know, criterion. I, I, I've, I had a lot of respect for these guys. They've made some great games. I love the burnout franchise. I don't know what they did here. But putting up and blocking and covering most of your screen in the middle of the race is horrible idea. Stupid, stupid. They could have stuck that in a corner, man. It does not need to be smack dab in the middle of the screen. So, you know, I, I was just livid, dude. Livid. So, um, I, I did go back and play it a couple times with some of the guys online. Um, it does have an online pass. You don't need the pass to play. However, without the pass, you can't unlock certain achievements. Um, but you can play online. But your 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 um, speed level will not. Online, you take speed points and they convert into a speed level. So as you're gaining points, your level goes up. Well, it doesn't do that online because if you don't have the online pass, which is going to keep you from doing getting some achievements. Um, but you can get some achievements online. I did get one um, without the online pass, but it, it's just so you can go and play it. It's just you're not going to level up or anything. Um, but yeah, it, it's just really frustrating. Um, and I've gone back. I've tried playing it a couple other times, you know, because I was such a fan of the original Burnout, and I just, I, I you know, I'm finding the security gates and the billboards and. You know, they've done some interesting stuff, but for some reason, I don't feel the draw to this game like I did Burnout Paradise. Um, okay. It's just, 
I don't know. I and and here's one thing I think is is my problem. I think it's me. I think a lot of it is me um, because the one thing I noticed, and this might be part of the problem with knowing where to go and not seeing the checkpoint signs and stuff, is the game world is so detailed. And I know I had problems with Battlefield 3. Um, it's like when you get in the game, it, it's there's like so much there there's so much detail there's so many things to look at that it's like i almost feel like i can't take everything in uh for some reason and because then you got all these cues and these things popping up on your screen like well here's all your buddies and they're running around so you got all these little markers moving around on your screen and then you've got objective points that are, are changing and all you know all those types of things that are game oriented overlaid on top of this extremely detailed world. And and it's like I I could not I had the problem with Ghost Recon Future Soldier. I had the problem Whoa. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Um Wow. I guess what I'm was going that? to the store tomorrow. My chair just broke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey uh, now I don't have a chair to sit in the rest of the show. I hope you <laughs> Hope you didn't hit the ground. No, wow, that stinks. Well, I can sit in it. I can't lean on, lean back. <laughs> that stinks. <laughs> That's really crappy. Wow, I've never had that happen. What happened? This is a plot. No. Um, anyways, let's move on. So show must go on. I think it's a. Um, I don't know if you call it a visual acuity thing. Um, but it seems like, you know, I had no problem. Like, Forza looks really detailed and stuff. But it's out, you're out, like, in a, most of the game is you're in the countryside. Um, even in Forza, when you were in the part that there was a whole small town there, when I'm there, I often kind of found it kind of hard to track where I was supposed to go because there's just so much stuff going by at a high rate of speed. And, but that one, at least, I had the braking thing turned on so it would appear in the middle of the road you'd see the red line so you knew that you were going to have to start slowing down and of course the the, the curve turns the direction of your turn so you didn't have to rely on the mini map as much but and there's not this doesn't exist in in the other game but uh i kind of think maybe it's i don't know if it's you know just getting older um and the more detailed stuff becomes maybe the harder it is for me just uh take it in as quickly and register it as quickly as I need to. I, you know, I really think that it has to do with just having trained yourself to not have to rely on that. Cause I, I know exactly what you're saying. Cause I even get that kind of sometimes when I'm traveling for business and I'm driving in an unfamiliar area. And then you're like, you're looking around, you see all these signs and plus, the signs in different parts of the country are different, like for the streets. Yeah. You know, so you can easily miss your turns just because you're kind of like looking around for everything and there's just too much and you got to keep going, especially if it's, you know, if you're doing like, let's say, 45 miles an hour versus 30. In yeah. 45, it's going to be a lot tougher. And I've had, even going back all the way to my Dreamcast, I remember playing some of the games on there where, you know, you're in, let's say, like a city, 
and then you're you're just cruising. You got these cars on either side of you, and then you're like, you know, I'm you know full speed, you know, pedal to the metal, and then all of a sudden, wall, wall. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, which which way is the road? And then you know, you almost got a guess, and then you know, fifty fifty chance. You know, you guess the right direction because the other way might be, you know, it might only be instead of a T, it might be just, uh, you know, to go off in one direction. Because the burnouts were kind of like that sometimes. Yeah, but the burnouts yeah. never. Uh, I didn't have a lot of problem with the burnouts. Burnout Paradise kind of was that way because you got a lot more detail in that game from previous burnouts. Yeah. And uh, you were in the city and. You know, most of that game was fine until you did get down into the city. Sometimes it could get a little bit like, huh? But this one's really, I mean, and there's just so much detail. Right. But I also think it, it's kind of like, to me, the game has, I don't know if you if you played it Battlefield 3 at all. No. But Battlefield 3, to me, had like a bluish hue to everything. Huh? This game does too. Um, it, it seems to have it's just like a bluish tint, um, and it, it's kind of darker and you know I don't know it's um, but there's just something about it and I think that the the, the biggest problems I have are just I, for some reason I can't seem to take it all in quick enough or you know I, I'm doing like what you said I'm just kind of going oh where am I which way do I go George you know <laughs> um, so I do I feel very lost and that's why I'm like well. I just got to keep playing a little bit, maybe some of this stuff. But, like, the big old banners popping up in the middle of your screen when you're doing 200 miles an hour is just really poor decisions that they made. Um, that shouldn't be there. I don't know how many times that impeded my my racing against these most wanted guys. It just really yeah. frustrated me. And Dude, that, that's like having a backseat passenger just you know you're driving and the backseat passenger just like covers your eyes thinking that they're funny yeah that's exactly what <laughs> on the highway it's like no yeah so that's what criterion's doing they're sticking their hands in front of our eyes <laughs> yeah so it, it really um at this point i've played a little bit of it i'm really um not that happy with it, it it's not um, what i expected will i play it some more i honestly don't know because halo 4 comes out this week and i'm going to be all over that and I also still have Assassin's Creed 3, which um, I guess I'll talk about now. Okay. I kind of wish I hadn't bought it. What? I've got every Assassin's Creed game here, and I've enjoyed them all. This one, uh, not so much, man. I am about, let's see how many hours. And, and here's the thing. I am, what, on sequence four, I think? And I've heard several people say you got to play about three to four hours before you even start the game. I could see that. I've played, if I'm reading this right, this says I got six hours in the game. I'm finally playing as the main guy. Um, but he's still like a kid, a young, well, he's an adult now, but it's like the stuff that, the whole first three to four hours was just like, dude, I, the first night, dude, I, I almost fell asleep playing it the very first night. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm this, I'm bored with this game right off the bat. Um, I didn't care for that whole first part. But now that I'm through it and I see what 
I get it. It sets up the story for your character. Okay. But, and it, it does put a very interesting twist to the story. Um, it, it, you hit a moment where you're like, what? <laughs> um, and it's, and, and for those of you, and I don't want to say anything. It's very, I was, it was very uh, kind of an eye opening moment. But still, the game at six hours in, I'm still like waiting to get to where it really turns into an Assassin's Creed game that I'm used to, and I'm not there yet. It's getting close. I think it's getting there, you know. Um, but it's on the tip of your controller. I think, yeah, I might finally get to see that. But I mean, this thing's got me doing hunting animals and playing hide and seek and. I'm just, what? You know, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Nice. You know, do I really need to play hide and seek? I mean, it's just, I, I, it's like, I feel like I've done six hours of it and the first six hours have been pretty much filler. You know, they could have told me the backstory in a cutscene in five minutes. You know, I didn't need to play six hours of, of, of fluff, but, um, I don't know. I, I, that one, I, I will eventually play more of it, but Halo is going to pretty much take over, so I don't think I'll be getting back to Assassin's Creed or Need for Speed anytime soon. So, I just not, I, at the start of it, I'm not very happy, so I know there's people loving the game, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it, so, uh, not like previous titles. Um, okay, so next, alright, now here we get into a whole bunch of other games, and before I go into those, i got to set I gotta give you some backstory, Rob. Okay. And, and, and all, and all our listeners. I upgraded to Windows 8 this week. And what I noticed, and it was kind of funny, cause one of the first things I noticed was that my spider solitaire was missing from my taskbar. Well, first thing I noticed is I didn't have a taskbar. I'm looking at what looks like a mobile device. Uh, it took me a while. I kept going. I kept launching Internet Explorer because I was going <laughs> to click my start button, and I finally realized that's not a start button. That's the Internet Explorer button. There is no start button, um, so I had to keep. I finally had to remove the Internet Explorer button because I kept clicking it. Because I've been going there for what ten years to click start to get to your stuff, and now they just remove it. Idiots. Um, but uh so I finally figured out how to get to my actual quote desktop that I'm used to. Uh so it's like having two operating systems at the same time. It's really strange. So when I got into what I was normally looking at with my wallpaper and my desktop and my icons, I noticed some stuff missing. One was Spider Solitaire. So I went I'm then I was trying to figure out how do I get that's where I discovered there's no start button. So I finally figured out how to get in and find all my stuff that would normally be hitting in the hidden in the start button. And Spider Solitaire was gone. So I was like, where is my game? So I so launched, I went back to the, the other Windows 8 screen with all the stupid looking tiles and, uh, hit the games button and it, and it comes up and, like shows you the game Solitaire Microsoft Solitaire Collection, and then it's like, okay, play it. So I hit play, and it says, if you want this, you have to download it from the store. It's like, what the heck are you doing? So I go into the store. It's free. Okay, so download the Solitaire. I gotta have Solitaire. So 
I go and I start playing Spider Solitaire. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, I see this little pop up in the top right corner of my window. That's my attempt at an achievement sound. <laughs> I was like, nice. I was like, what? I just got an achievement for solitaire? So of course I drop back to the menu of the game and look and I sure enough, there's achievements. So that makes me go back to the store. <laughs> what else is free? <laughs> so needless to say, I played, um, Microsoft Solitaire Collection, got all three achievements. It stinks that there's only three. Um, I got all the achievements for Minesweeper. <laughs> I got some achievements in Mahjong, nice. Wordament, <laughs> Taptiles, and another game called Adara, which is actually, it's, um, I need to go back and play it. It's like a point and click 3D adventure game. Um, it's a little, it's pretty interesting, actually, uh, and it was free. And that's got like I think that one's got like 20 achievements for so for the whole game. But some of these actually have more. The, the Solitaire and the Minesweeper only had like three, but the Wordament's like a boggle game yeah. that you're you can you know you get a box like a, a grid of letters and you're supposed to make as many words out of it as you can in the in the time that you have. And then tap tiles is kind of like mahjong, only they're instead of just the like flat tiles, they're actually like a, like a dice cube, and they have an image on them, and they're all stacked up three dimensionally in front of you, and you're you're got to match to to make them removed, get them removed. So, uh, fun little games, and they were all free. Um, I'm looking at them right now. Actually, I never went into this <laughs> before, but uh, you can actually set your beacons. gamer score, buddy. Yeah, you no, can. Right. Yeah, you can set your game. You can get set. Dude, where are you at? Are you at, are you, did you bust 4,000 yet? No, I don't, I don't think so. Let's see. If, maybe if you play some of those tonight while we're on, maybe you can, <laughs> you can get that much closer. <laughs> I don't know if I can multitask like you. You only need 99 points. <laughs> I think you can do it. Oh, this is weird. Okay, so I just clicked on Shadow Complex. Because I've got my Xbox uh, 360 email address associated with it, yeah. so it pulled in all my Microsoft, all my Xbox stuff. Yeah, it does. And there's a button that says "Play on Xbox 360." Yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't messed with that. I don't know if it'll launch your Xbox 360 or not. I don't know. It says I clicked uh, "Play on 360" and it goes no apps are installed to open this type of link Xbox Smart Glass. Oh, okay. So you need Smart Glass, which is available. You need to download Smart Glass. Interesting. Yeah, and it shows all the friends that are online. Yep. There's a bunch yeah. of but it's like app it's like an app store for your mobile device. Like there's an app for Netflix. Instead of going to the website, you can launch the app. Yeah. Skype has one, which I've like I already have Skype, but I guess I could get the app for it. I don't know. It's like it's really weird. It's like merging my my laptop, my phone, like my my mobile phone into my OS on my desktop. It's really yep. kind of strange. Yeah, they're trying to unify everything and And I do not this like their the way it's happening. You go into like the games and it's like all these little square boxes or rectangle boxes when all these different colors 
And it's like, uh, how do you find anything? That's very busy. And one of the goofiest things, too, is when updates happen for these apps, nothing auto-updates. You actually have to manually update everything. You would think that it would just, you know, suck down the latest version or something. Yeah, I haven't quite figured it out yet. Yeah. So it's it's kind of weird how they do this. As I've been using Windows 8 now for probably at least five or six months. And all of this stuff is brand new. They didn't have any of this go live up until recently, up until the 26th. So, I mean, this is like brand new for everybody. Oh, Shadow Complex. That makes me smile just looking at it. <laughs> so. Anyway. You were saying? I don't know. I was I? Interrupted. <laughs> hey, you were talking about your games. Oh, and Aldera looks like it's a, it's a, uh, like a seasonal game. Uh, yeah, I think there's going to be it's seasonal. Um, episodic. Episodic, yeah. Episode one is out. So. So. Yeah, you can see, like, I can see all my Xbox games, everybody that's online. There's a Windows game store there. So. Which it's, or, oh yeah, Windows game store. So, there's, you can, Pinball FX2 is on here. Fruit Ninja, I guess, if you want to use your, uh, mouse instead of your finger. Please. <laughs> but you can use your finger if you have a touchscreen monitor. Yeah. So. That would have been cool, like, if you bought it on the Xbox, if you got it on on uh, Windows 8. That would be cool, like, Hydro, Thunder, Hurricane. See, if I hit play on that, it says no apps are installed for this type of link. <laughs> Get it from the store. And there they want 10 bucks. <laughs> it's like, I already have it on my Xbox. So. But anywho. Okay. Anyway. That, uh, I think that wraps up. I gotta, I'm trying to get back to my screen. But that, that, uh, that wraps up what I've done, what I've played this week, so. Okay. Yeah, this week, uh, I didn't have much game time up until actually earlier this evening. Where I popped in Assassin's Creed 3. Didn't have, uh, a whole lot of time to play with it. I think I'm probably maybe a little bit more than half an hour into it. And <laughs> you ruined it for me, Wing. I ruined what? Assassin's Creed 3. I'm like, okay, now i got to play for like four hours yep. before it even gets going. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, even in the beginning, because like, you're this dude like walking in this cave with some people carrying boxes and you're not... You know, yeah. it's just like, you know, okay, yeah. all right. Although, you know, traditionally they have been kind of slow, slow to start. Yeah, but not not that not this slow. This bad? Not six hours slow. Yeah. Dude, I'm six hours in, and I'm just now beginning to feel like, oh, yeah, I think this is an Assassin's Creed game. You know? Mm-hmm. That's pretty brutal. You know, one thing I was thinking about when while I was doing the little, like, movements tutorial that they got, 
do people, I mean, is there anybody alive in this world that can actually do what this guy does? I mean, can it physically be done to actually like just run and just like climb up a wall like he does? Is that possible? Of course it's possible. I don't know. <laughs> I can barely run for a train, let alone <laughs> jump across <laughs> a gap and then, you know, catch like a tiny little crack crevice, you know, for my fingers. And <laughs> But, yeah, I, yeah, I'm interested in checking it out. I haven't really gotten into much of the Assassin's Creed since the first one. So it, it, it looks kind of interesting. To try at least. All right, so I believe that's about it for what we've been playing. So we can get going with the topics. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for it? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So first thing uh, I want to hit up is Dead Island Riptide has been given a date. Uh, it's going to be April twenty third in North America and April 26th for everybody else. So that's uh, the next version of that island, which, what, is on a similar island? It's not a sequel, right? As they say. Yeah, who knows what it is. Yeah. And they're going to have a uh, a special edition uh, is going to be available. They're going to be announcing that sometime soon. And whatever kind of pre-order bonuses that they'll have for all the different stores. Yay. And so that's about it for that. Uh, one thing I wanted to, another thing I wanted to cover real quick was Microsoft released some numbers for the Halo series. Did you hear about any of these, Mark? Um, no. Good answer. Good answer. That's what I wanted to hear, actually. <laughs> all right. So Halo 4 is coming out in just a couple of days here, and they've released some stats on the entire Halo series. Okay, so here, let's let's make this a little interesting here. So when, since Halo 1, how many games do you think that Microsoft have sold? One billion dollars worth. Pretty close. <laughs> Actually, not doll- the dollars worth. How many uh, How many games do you think that they've sold? One billion games. <laughs> With lasers on their heads. With lasers on their heads. <laughs> or close enough. They, they've sold 46 million copies uh, across all of them. That's uh, since the original, which came out in 2001. Altogether, these games have brought in three billion in revenue. Three billion—that's crazy. That's a, that's a lot of cheddar. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> so, uh, you know, to kind of drill down on some of these stats, uh, Halo Three—that uh, one brought in a hundred and seventy million in just the first day alone. Uh, Halo Reach, which was uh, released in 2010, brought in more than 200 million. Then, since uh, this this one is this is just plain crazy here. All right, since Halo 2 came out, so Halo 2, that's where they introduced the multiplayer. Uh, uh, let me ask you this now: How many hours of gameplay 
do you think that have been played oh, wow. on Xbox Live? Oof. Wow, I couldn't even begin to imagine that number. That's got to be insanely high. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, I'll just tell you what it is. It's Thank you. More, yeah, it's more than 5 billion hours, which wow. is they, they calculated at over 570,000 years of online gameplay has been logged on Xbox Live just in Halo. Wow. That's silly. Five billion hours. Wow, dude. Wow. And now we got a new game. But that's just... <laughs> it's going to pump wow. it up. Wow. Some... <laughs> I mean, when I saw these numbers, I'm like, five billion hours? I mean, Wow. If, if there's that many people playing on this thing, first of all, that shows you how like robust Xbox Live is. Oh yeah. You know, just in order to be able to handle that, like that kind of load consistently. And actually, when did Halo Two come out? Was that like two thousand and four, maybe three or four? You'll have to hit the wiki up. <laughs> I think it was probably around four, two thousand four. I think. Are you looking it up? I guess I will. I was playing solitaire, but now I have gone back to <laughs> your desktop. Uh, desktop, because since I can't do both on the same screen anymore, you know we're not that uh, uh, savvy. Yeah. yeah, Halo series. Uh, the first one came out in two thousand one. Right, right. Game series Halo Two came out in oh four. Oh four, yeah. Halo 3 in 08, Halo Wars in ODST in 09, Halo Reach in 2010, Combat Evolved in 2012. I'm sorry, 2011. And then Halo 4, baby! So yeah, I I just thought that those numbers were just insane, so that'd be cool to, to pass it on to you guys. It looks like Microsoft had a pretty slick event, too, for uh, Halo 4 where they pretty much took over some big castle in Liechtenstein. Yeah. Which I think that's, isn't that like one of those places where like the whole country is like one square mile or something? <laughs> I don't know. Those little, those little guys. Anyway, what they did is uh, they basically took over some uh, uh, castle or whatnot and made a replica of the Halo universe. And then some farmer had a field or something that they transformed into a post-apocalyptic battleground. Sweet. So, you know, some people got to enjoy some pretty slick stuff out there. Nifty, man. Yeah. All right, so what do you got, man? I'm still blown away by those numbers. I know, right? I don't think we can even do a show anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You need to add to those numbers, then. I will come this week. Um, Actually, if you think about it, that's only online numbers, let alone how much people, how much time people spent playing the games, you know, single player or whatnot. I'm sure it's all, and it's probably only, that's only counting those on Xbox Live. That was specific to online gameplay. Right. I mean, that's not, yeah, it doesn't count all the, it probably counts those that were doing four player co-op through xbox live 
But those, I mean, think of all the hours that people that aren't, I mean, there's, there are, believe it or not, there are people out there that don't have their Xboxes connected to the internet. Yeah. And they're doing the four player split screens and, you know, that type of stuff all locally. And yep. yeah. So that number's a lot higher than even what they've got. Yeah. Woo. Crazy dude. All right. Well, let's move off of Halo for a few minutes. We'll come back to it. But, um, XCOM is going to get a patch to solve the roof visibility issue. Um, Fraxis said they're going to be beaming down a patch for the game. The update's going to fix a number of issues, notably the abductor roof visibility problems, which is one of the game's more annoying headaches. The inaccessible shivs, um, that will be nice. I had to stop using shivs because all of a sudden they wouldn't move. Um, a number of other fixes will be made as well, including better multiplayer connectivity and solutions for certain states that would make the game hang. And some good news for XCOM beginners. Easy difficult will be made easier. Yay! Woohoo! Ha-ha! <laughs> I'm excited. So uh, the patch will not address an issue where players who beat the game are greeted by a defeat screen. <laughs> but um, they are aware of that issue and are looking into it. So patch is related to release for all platforms soon. I don't know if it has released. I haven't seen that it has, but I haven't popped the game into my drive recently because of all the other stuff going on so it could be out already i just don't know but um i'm excited that easy is going to get a little easier <laughs> so mm-hmm. might be able to finish it <laughs> okay. no it's I, it's just um it, it there's some things that it's like even on easy you know i start out pretty good and then as you get later on man it just even on easy, man, it's pretty hard. So it'll be nice to see it relaxed a little bit on easy mode. It tests you. Yeah, it does. So it's like one of those where, you know, it reminds me of where you play the game and you're just, you know, single player. You play the game single player and you're just kicking butt. Then you go online and you just can't even move. You just keep getting killed. It's, you know, it's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You're supposed it's, to jump in, man. Jump in with what? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, forget it. Sorry. My mind is right. wandering tonight. I apologize. Yeah, it's that full screen spider solitaire. I don't even have it up, but it's this broken chair, man. Yeah. I can't I can't sit back and relax. <laughs> I'm having to lean on my desk and this is driving me nuts. Oh, you're you have to lean forward? Yeah, because I can't sit backwards. I got nothing to lay in. It's it's hanging off the back. What broke? The, is that the, the whole chair back? Side, yeah, the back is flopped over. I don't even know. I have it's just my the arm on the left arm on the chair is broken. It snapped in like two places. I don't know what happened. Piece of junk. I thought we'll get a different chair now. So Maybe it's telling you don't eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better better cut back. So Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, a Medal of Honor Warfighter uh, came out, and I guess Electronic Arts is a little disappointed. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. So the game got mixed reviews, including a 4.0 from IGN. And uh, the CEO, John Riccitello. Tiello. Riccitello. Okay, close enough. That sounds good to me. Ricatello. Ricatello, there you go. He's rich. Uh, Ricatello. Yeah. He commented. 
were disappointed in the critical reception. Oh, I'm sorry. This was another guy. Uh, Frank uh, Jibot. Jibot. We're disappointed with the critical reception. Internal testing and mock reviews indicate that the game is much better than the Metacritic score we have right now. We believe it is. However, we are seeing folks out there that just don't like the game. Our so, testing has proven that this game is much better than all the consumers think it is. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that line. That's funny. <laughs> So they know what you're talking this, about. it's better than what you say, and we because we yeah. say so. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he adds that uh, EA is not happy with how the game's been received by the critics, saying that product quality is taken seriously at EA, and it's the lifeblood of what they do. <laughs> so I guess you know he's going to complain until people start liking it. So he'll probably be complaining. This is the humor portion of the show, folks. <laughs> yeah. Quality when it comes How, to EA. Very however, yeah. However, they report that uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter was number one in the UK charts over the weekend. But they didn't release any numbers. <laughs> well, of course not. You know, so we don't know if they sold. Like, they, were, they were the top selling game and they sold 10,000 copies. Who knows? The, the good news is oh, I'm sure it's their servers were up. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have any server problems because they didn't exceed. Uh, we didn't have to hear the, we were not expecting this uh, many people to play this game. So, so you know, they at least the multiplayer like, probably was functioning okay because no one was playing it. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> oh, that's a first for everything there. Yeah. Yeah. They should be proud of that. Our servers didn't crash on on day one. <laughs> Our servers didn't crash in the games that you guys weren't playing. Right. See, they can keep their servers up, just make a game no one wants to play. Yeah, exactly. Problem solved. <laughs> what if this game was the one where they like invested all their money <laughs> into the servers, <laughs> and then nobody showed up? I doubt it. Nobody showed up. Yeah, the if they can't if they can't put it for the flagship battlefield, then they're not going to do it for some offshoot wannabe <laughs> shooter. Yeah. So, but and yes, I just won at Spider Solitaire. That's what that music is. Ooh, and I won a medal too! Yay! Kaching! So, all right. What all right, Rob. Yes, sir. I got some for you. I, this, in my book, could exceed. The desire for a new console, the desire for the next Gears of War game, the next Duty, the next Borderlands. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> what if I told you Star Wars Episode Seven does exist and is and is a, they're aiming for a 2015 release date for the movie? What do you mean does exist? The Star Wars Episode 7. They are going to make another movie, which would take place after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because that's Episode 6. Right. Because they did what? 4, 5, 6, and then 1, 2, 3, right? Correct. So the, so the movies are going to continue. Cool. Do you know why this is happening? 
Because there's been a little bit of rumbling in the news. George Lucas said he would not do a seven, eight, and nine, but Disney. Uh oh. Uh oh. Fire mouth. I gotta get this. That I was playing with the wedding ring and dropped it. Can't. can't oh, I that. thought. I thought that was your chair again. No, no. <laughs> Disney has announced that it. There is. were like springs and stuff <laughs> shooting out of it. Ching ching. No, it's not that bad. It's the back part, not the butt part where it holds all my weight. So <laughs> it's not that that broke. Come on. Uh, Disney has just announced its purchase of Lucasfilm Unlimited, the umbrella corporation responsible for all things Star Wars and Indiana Jones and pretty much anything else that George Lucas has ever had his hands on. <laughs> now, <laughs> sorry for the hiccup or the whatever. The purchase, whatever that was. The purchase will set old Walt <laughs> Disney Back $4.05 billion. That's crazy. That's how much wow. George Lucas is going to get out of that. Because this is all him, man. This yeah. is all him. So Industrial Light and Magic, Skywalker Sound, and Lucas Arts are all included in the purchase price. Meaning that Disney has not only found a way to profit from the production of movies that it isn't making, but also how to get... Archer Binks into a Kingdom Heart game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good way. This is that was Jordan Malloy from uh, Joystick who, who wrote that. That's that's so funny. But anyways, but Disney did confirm um, that Star Wars Seven does exist and that they are planning to release the movie in 2015. So by it existing, what does that mean? That the screenplay is written? Or I that... would guess that the the screenplay, yeah, that the or that the story or the basis is there. I mean, the the story's always been there because George Lucas had when he originally wrote Star Wars, there was nine parts to it. Okay. So he chose to do four, five, and six for some reason, and then went back and did one, two, and three, and they just left it at that. He said he'd never do the next three, but according to the company. Uh, let's see Lucasfilm co-chairman Kathleen Kennedy will become president of Lucasfilm under Disney and will also act as executive producer on the new Star Wars feature films so there will be more than one more and George Lucas will serve as a creative consultant so probably will be unhappy with a lot of I, I can see him getting mad. They're going to be like, we paid you $4 billion. Get out of here. Yeah. He storms can, off the we set. Can, we can put mouse ears on Luke if we want to. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing the buns on Leia into mouse ears. <laughs> Why is Jar Jar Binks holding a Dr. Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. But, um, the good news is, you know what? Disney Disney makes great stuff. They do. They and do. I think that, you know, some people are like, oh, this is the death of Star Wars and blah, blah. Well, no, I think Lucas killed off the franchise more than Disney will ever do. I think Disney could probably re- revitalize it. Um, and I think Disney will probably stick to what works. Um, I don't think they're going to – I really don't see them dumbing it down and making it like cars, you know, or something. Because they, they, they've got that. They've got <laughs> that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. not, not dumbing it down. I mean, I love the Cars franchise, too. Cars is great. But they, this is I, – I think that they'll be fine. We might see a lot more of, like, Jar Jar and stuff like that, but I'm excited to see the stories continue, you know? 
Uh, or the new voice of Jar Jar is going to be Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> no, and that dude that's always in the in every somewhat no somehow you'll have the guy that's in like in every every Pixar movie. Um, what I think he did the voice of the semi in Cars, and he was like the pig in Toy Story. There's there's one guy and he was from the show Cheers. Um, oh, uh, the Cheers. the mailman. Right? Yes, yes, Norm. No, Norm is uh, Norm's the big guy, his buddy, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Clavin. Cliffy. Yeah. yeah, Cliff Clavin's like in every Pixar movie. So <laughs> yeah. somehow you'll probably see Cliff Clavin in the next Star Wars. <laughs> but I I'm excited for it because I'm very glad to see and I would love to see another Star Wars movie come out. This oh, is, oh yeah. You know, I, as much as I didn't care for the first one, the the second and third one were good. You know, they, they're still fun, great movies to watch. You know, and uh, and uh, I love, of course, four, five, and six. But um, I would, I can't wait, dude. It would be awesome if they get the Wachowskis to direct it. Those are the guys. The Matrix. Did, yeah, Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I don't want to turn it into something. They just need to keep it like it is. You know, I don't want to turn it into some matrixy type of thing or change the format or style of the films. You know, I, I you know, because I, you know, I, I like the original three, or which I guess is four, five, six, and then one, two, and three were very, they were very weird. I mean, it was almost like it's hard to describe, but like almost like kitty. The you first know, like, one was very kiddish. Yeah, I mean, they were all very kiddish, and, you know, people's reactions. Look at the Ewok from Episode 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very family-friendly version, too. Yeah, I mean, they... Even though he gets the hacked off. (laughs) Yeah. Right, or I guess that's the fifth one, never mind. I mean, if they take it and they make it more like a dark comic book type of story, you know know what I mean? Like like Episode 5, Empire Strikes Back, everybody's favorite. I guess I haven't seen that one in a while to remember it too much. That was like the most popular because that was the dark one. That was, you know, Luke got his hand chopped off. Solo was in carbonite. And, you know, that's just everyone just kind of got their butt handed to him. And they had to go away and come back to fight another day. (laughs) Yep. So, I mean, I enjoyed the Star Wars. Um, There were some comments on our Facebook group about it. Some people defending the what Lucas did. Um, I think Lucas has just done damage to it um, by constantly tinkering with it and redoing the first one and then redoing it again and then redoing it. You know, because then you had like the extended cuts and then they came back and they did like the special editions and then now they're doing like 3D and it's like then he redid a, like, oh, we, we don't want Han Solo to shoot first. We're going to make Greedo shoot first. And it's just like, the, game, the movie was awesome. Everybody loved the movie. Stop messing with the movie. Stop worrying about going back and changing everything. Just make a new movie. You know? That's like my point. And, and what I think where they, with the family issue of it being a family-friendly movie, you look at episode four, you look at episode five, they weren't really, I mean, I was a kid. I was seven, eight years old and loved it. Fell in love okay. with this movie. This was my life when I was a child. Because I they, remember. And they dumped actually, it down, episode one. More to like my four-year-old kids level with Jar Jar. Yeah. Misa think you're crazy. <laughs> you know, I don't. That's what made me mad. 
Yeah. You know, the, the visuals were awesome. The story was still good. The battles in the first one. It was Jar Jar Binks that ruined the first episode. And the, and the whole long line of the pod racing and the stupid little kid. They needed to find a different kid. That, that, that whole storyline was just like filler, you know? Oh, yeah. But, the, but like, I mean, the best lightsaber duel sequence ever was in episode one. And what kills me is they killed off the best Sith Lord ever had with Darth Maul. Right. I was, I couldn't believe they killed him off. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? He's the best, dude. You can't kill him off in episode one. I want more, I want more Darth Maul, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see. They need to bring him back somehow. The son of Darth Maul. You never know. But anyways, revenge his father's stuff. Yeah, but you were going to say something, and I kept, I ignored you and kept on talking. No, I was going to say that Star Wars. I think was either the first or the second movie I ever saw in a theater, and I I, I totally remember it even to this day. You know, coming into the theater, because my friend's mom took us, you know, we walked into the theater and we're watching the movie. I remember spilling my pop in the first five minutes. <laughs> you know, all the details. Mommy, that I was robot just like, talked. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, was, just, it was fantastic. Oh, it was a great movie, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think I've seen the original Star Wars. Dude, no lie. I've had to see that movie at least at least 50 times, and that's being conservative. I just don't get tired of it. I think I saw The Empire Strikes Back, I don't know how many times, in the theater. Oh, wow. You know, it's just... And I've seen all of them in a theater, because I got, you know, even going back, um, you know, uh, that movie is just something you have to see in the theater. But I've seen all the re-releases, and lined up day one to see the re-releases and stuff, and... Still love it, but I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about this news. Um, Disney's got tons of money, and you know what? They're going to keep churning them out, and I'm fine with that. Oh, I'm for absolutely sure. fine. Give me another one. Line it up, baby. You better you better start writing number eight right now. <laughs> you know, don't wait to see if it's a success. So, and you know, Lucas is at home, like just like sitting in a bathtub full of like hundred dollar bills. <laughs> just a wee. A million dollar bills, man. Yeah. Billion dollar bills. <laughs> billion. Now there will be four of them then. So. Good for him. I'm I'm just glad someone else can now give us more movies, give us and and maybe write the ship. <laughs> but it is hard because it's a Disney. But maybe you know people are, might be worried Disney won't write the ship. They'll make it more kid friendly. But. I, I, they do some great stuff, man. There's, I love most Disney movies. Okay. I don't, they do some great stuff. And they also own DreamWorks Entertainment, which is not kid movies. Yeah. And so DreamWorks, Pixar, I think Touchstone, right? I don't know if that one's still around. Uh, I don't know. But this is good. This is good. We're going to get a lot more movies and toys and games and bring it, baby. All right. Don't mess it up. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, um, Borderlands, it's a game you've heard of, right, Mark? I heard passing reference to it. Um, <laughs> While you were talking indie, to your other self? It's title, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Borderlands. <laughs> it's a Taco Bell. It's a Taco Bell property. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, for those of you that are 
sporting some iOS action in the forms of iPhones, etc. There is going to be a Borderlands game just for you. It's called um, Borderlands Legends. And we're looking at a price of $6.99 for this game. It's available now. And that's can... the iPad version. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, six ninety nine for the iPad. I think for the iPhone. iPhone and iPad or iPod Touch, four ninety nine. So it's a mobile spinoff of Borderlands. Check it out if you like the game. And heck, even if you don't like Borderlands, I guess you can still check it out. You know what? I've been holding off because I wanted to buy this on the, my wife's iPad. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that my wife always has her iPad with her. Oh yeah, that's a big problem. So I might just have to buy this on my iPhone and just that'll give me something to play on the airplane too. I've been wanting to play this and at least try it out. So you know what? I'm just gonna purchase this darn thing. Do it. Do it now. Do it right now. Buy app. So installing. Password. Don't listen. Don't listen to the typing. I don't want you to figure out my password. Fluffy kitty. That's what it is, guys. You, I told you not to listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to try it out. I'll, I'll let you guys know what it's like next time I'm on. Um, I was going to get it this week, but I, my wife is always on her iPad. And I'm like, man, if I buy it on there, then I won't ever get to play it. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just going to buy it on my iPhone. So it's downloading. So we'll try it out. So, that's good. Good news, man. Okay. Uh, Rob, sorry to say, man, you're probably not going to get to be playing Halo 4. Say what? You probably won't get to play Halo 4. Why is that? Well, the good news is you're never on live anyway, so this probably won't affect you. But if you do get on live, you're probably going to get banned because Halo 4 is going to get tough on sexist players. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not cool. Um, 343 Industries wants to make it clear. Um, it will... Uh, they will not accept any kind of discrimination of any kind in Halo 4. Wow. Uh, yeah, so get this. The sexist... Uh, they say that sexist discrimination of any kind will be met with a lifetime ban from both the game... And the Xbox Live Network. Think about okay. that a second. Lifetime ban. So, I mean, I don't understand what kind of sexism you could have, you know? Or... Well, there's a lot of offensive stuff being stated on there. Uh, on Online, a lot of people criticize. Call of Duty gets the same bad rap. Oh, it's just a bunch of 12-year-olds running around cursing and swearing and using derogatory. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the other uh, racial slurs and stuff? So, you know, uh, they're just they're not going to put up with it. Um, they're they're going to really slam people. Um, for this, and if you, I mean, if you're if you're saying this stuff anyways, you're breaking the terms of Xbox Live, uh, the agreement that you that you signed and clicked to be an Xbox Live member. So, so they're basically saying like people being poor. If, sports. if you're making <laughs> sexist and other offensive comments, you'll be shown the door. 
And how does that happen? Do you, are there ways for people to complain about it or what? I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know because, I mean, I could be playing. I, the thing is, I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they're – I know some of these games that, like, with Call of Duty, you know, they actually have people that sit there at at Activision or, or you know, Infinity Ward or Treyarch or whatnot. I don't know exactly where they are, but that's what they do is they pop into multiplayer games. And they just listen and they play. And they will ban people if they see that type of stuff going on. So that's most likely that's what they're going to have is people. That's their job is to basically police the online world by going in and playing. And if, you know, people are saying stuff, you can see who's saying stuff. It always shows on your screen who's talking. Right. So they're probably just randomly dropping into games. And if you're being, uh, you're doing offensive stuff, they're going to ban you from Xbox Live and from the game for life. So I would say it has to be something like that. It can't be, well, Wingman 709 killed me with a grenade, <laughs> and I was on his team. Like, I would ever do that, first of all. And he was a, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't team kill, especially with a grenade. Duh. On purpose. Um, and and so uh, he made me lose the game. I want him banned. And then, bloop, he's okay, he's banned. Meanie. And they could go in and say, he called me, uh, insert expletive here. He's a big old meanie. And you know, they're not going <laughs> to, obviously, they can't. Because they just too many people do that. Uh, he must be cheating because he won the game. Whatever he yeah. could just be good, you know. I mean, I I mean if they're that good, I usually call them cheaters too. So I mean, I get it. <laughs> if, if they're, they're better, if they're than, better than me, they're a hacker, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that means everybody's hacking because everyone's better than me. So, <laughs> but um, I'm sure that's the way it's going to be, or you know, it'll be something like that, where they're going to have people in and monitoring. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe they're recording voice chats or something or the the voicing going on in the game. I have no idea, but they're going to slam down hard on this, and, and they're going to dish out lifetime bans. But being that it is a lifetime ban for the game and the network, I would say it's, you know, they've got to have reasonable doubt that you did it. Right. So I don't, I don't think, you know, don't everybody get all up in arms about it. But if you are going to be playing... You might want to police what you're saying and be careful. And and I I'm all for it, you know. Uh, I get I hate when I've even gotten in parties where people are saying certain things, and I've asked them, hey, don't say that, please. You know. And I'm not talking about just curse words. I'm talking about racial slurs or something. You know. And it's not even against me or or my race. I still don't appreciate it. You know, and I will tell people I don't appreciate that. And, and the thing is, it, it seems like the people that are saying it, it's their own race, okay, that they're saying things, you know. And, and I'm like, I get it, but I don't want to hear it. And it's still a racial slur. Whether that's your race or not, I don't want to hear it. So I'm kind of glad they're going to police that up. But I'm always in, in parties anyways, so I usually don't hear this type of stuff anymore because I always play these games with friends. Right, right. Just you know, but I I, th- I still think it's a good thing, so I'm glad to see it. So watch your mouth out there. <laughs> You've been warned. Okay, boss. So, um, all right, man. I gotta ask you more Halo news. Yeah. And I believe you did. You did watch all of Halo 4's Forward oh, Unto yeah. Dawn five episode web series, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think that at this point, the the fifth episode's been out for two days. <laughs> I think we talk about it. Okay. If, if you haven't watched it yet, um, then then jump ahead a few minutes. Um, 
plug. We're going to talk about the Forward Unto Dawn Actually, videos. No, no. If, if they didn't watch it, they should pause this right now. Even better. Go watch it and then come back. Exactly, and then resume. <laughs> um, what is it? There's five episodes. They're about 20, roughly 20 minutes each. I guess the last one was 17 minutes, as you corrected <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> yeah. So um, get, get past. If you find the first one boring, keep going. Keep you going. Gotta, you got to go at least to the third one. Um, I think you'll be hooked by the second. I was intrigued by the first one. Yeah. It intrigued me, but it was nothing like, oh, my goodness, this is the greatest thing ever. But it intrigued me. I was like, hmm, this isn't bad. And then after that, it was like, oh, wow. You know, it just the second one gave you a little bit more to kind of like, hmm, okay, kind of cool. I'm interested in these cadets and what's going on. And, you know, then the third one, you're just like, what? <laughs> it was like it was at the end of the third one and you're like oh dude no come on where's episode four yeah yeah and then the last two episodes man is just nothing but action 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 um it's amazing 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 stuff so it's it's basically a halo movie uh you're looking at what two hour two hours and 20 minutes but so it's five or, no five five at 20 minutes each approximately about an hour and a half, right? An hour and 40 no, an minutes. An hour and 40, yeah, well, about an hour and a half. Yeah, so yeah, it's a full-length movie. Um, you know, that's right. It is. Wow. It is a full-length Halo movie just broken up into five parts. You can watch it on uh, You can watch it on your Xbox. So if you got your Xbox and a nice big old TV like I did, man, I watched it on my 60-inch. It was beautiful. Um, I actually might go back and watch the last one again because it was so cool. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, the essentially, you know, it starts out where there's these kids uh, um, in this. Uh, what what are the kind of training are they doing? They're doing some kind of cryo. It was uh, they were cadets at an academy where they would come out of cryo and then they would immediately go into battle. Yeah, exactly. So they they were yeah it was just. I, I don't I don't know if it was OD, it wasn't ODST. Was they are it? not ODSTs, absolutely yeah. not. No, um, but um, no, they were like doing cryo training or something. Yeah, because they would yeah. come out. I guess their ship would land, and as they're landing, I think they're coming out of cryo and they're ready to go. Right. But uh, so the main character, and then and who they were being taught to train was some kind of terrorists. Yeah, yeah. They at the time they're yeah they're that was their enemy. human terrorists, and the the main guy Lasky has a brother who. Um, uh, is fighting the terrorists. So he got deployed somewhere. Yeah, and so he's sending videos, and then one of the kids in the group is getting access to some, like, top-secret video footage of what's going on. And and I think it's episode three where they see all of a sudden, like, the dudes that the that the UNSC is fighting, the terrorists, all of a sudden, like, the terrorists are running towards the UNSC guys like in total fear and terror and they're fighting together. Yeah. And then, oh yeah. And they're, so they're regrouping. So they're grouping together to fight something else. And they're watching this video and they're in the, and the cadets are like, what's going on? They're, they're fighting together. You know, what are they shooting at? What are they fighting? You know? And then it was like, right at the end, all of a sudden you get a glimpse of, you know, really fuzzy glimpse. Cause it's like a camera type of view of, um, I guess it's an elite and with his, energy sword 
And it was just like, it was like, that's where it ends, you know? And you're just like, oh, snap, you know? It was just like, and then the next two, the next episode, episode four, dude, all, all, all heck breaks loose on yeah, this planet where the Academy's at. So I'll let you go ahead and talk about that one. So I don't. Yeah. So with that one, they start off, um, you know, having some kind of alarm go off, right? That was right at the beginning, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this alarm's going off, and it's saying, you know, evacuate. This is not a drill. And so they're like, you know, what kind of what the heck's going on? And there's some kind of space elevator. What, what do they call those? I don't even know what that was. That was what they were using to evac. That thing went yeah. way up into the sky. Yeah, because, you know, there's always talk about building space elevators, which is basically like a really long tether going out into space. So you there's an actual instead of like doing – rocket launches or something to get up into space, you just ride the elevator up. Okay, I mean, I guess that's puts what you it into, Yeah, and it puts you into, like, lower Earth orbit or whatever. So, you know, they're, like, all getting in line, you know, to evacuate going in the space elevator. And, and you know, the elevator's, like, full, and it's, like, going up. And so they're waiting there in line, and then all these, like, capsules start sh- dropping down out of the sky. <laughs> they're like, why are ODSTs dropping here? <laughs> yeah. And one of them was like, that's not good. It's not good if ODSTs are dropping in. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> that was friggin' awesome. And then, yeah. and then, yeah, right. keep going. Okay, so, uh, you know, then, you know, of course, you know, the one friend goes up, you know, she gets a, a spot on the, on the elevator, let's just call it that. And then, I think at that time, there's some Covenant ships that came down, right? They yeah, just, like, appeared out of the sky, and then the elevator, like, came crashing down. Yep, with that chick who kind of left all her – she took – she basically um, went AWOL. Yeah. She freaked out and basically used her mom or dad's status That's right. to That's get right. her onto the already full space elevator, as you call it. Yep. Um, and that was the one that got destroyed. So she went – Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, then, you know, the kids kind of ran for their lives and, um, but the covenant started coming down and, you know, killing everybody off. So then they went into their little, like, armory area. They were trying to get some weapons. Yeah. And then, what, what was that one creature that came after them? I think it was an elite. I think that was an elite. I believe, again, I'm not 100% on my lore, so. If I'm given the character names wrong, I apologize. Please don't hate me. But I believe that was an elite because he was invisible yep. and and he was carrying the energy sword. And, yeah, that was pretty freaky because he was looking down the hall and he saw one. And then all of a sudden it disappeared before his eyes. Yep. And that just ramped up the tension because they're like, they're like invisible. They're invisible. You can't see them. And, you know, but you could there's like water on the ground and you could see the thing step in the water. Oh, yeah. Know? And. They were running down the hall, and then the, this one guy's like up in front, and he just like comes to stop. Yeah. And they're like, you know, like why are you stopping? And then he kind of like doesn't he like lift up? Yep, lifts up <laughs> off then, the ground because there's an energy sword appears through his gut. Yeah, in him. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, ah, run! So, oh yeah, run away, run away. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it was just intense, and then the last episode, dude. 
So I think it was the end of the third one or the fourth one where they actually got to the warthog. Oh, and they're talking. Well, that, that's and, and they while they Master were in there. Chief. So yeah. Master Chief appears, and they don't know what the heck he is, man. They they think he, I think off the bat they think he's a robot. They do, they do. So the and and it's not anything it's that they're huge. familiar with. And yeah, he's huge. They they you know I guess they're obviously not in for the. They don't know about the Spartan program because it's all top secret, and. Um, so they think it's a robot, and they ask him, or he's talking to him, and he's like, well, he's like, I'm here to get the survivors. And he's like, and they're like, well, where, where is everybody else? And he says, you're it on the entire planet. <laughs> so everybody on this planet is already dead and been wiped out. And it's just this group of, what, four at that think, point, yeah, four, four or five? Points. Um and they're it. They're, you know, so he's there trying to get them off planet. And, um, and that's kind of, they, so they get to the warthog. And I, and I believe that's a pretty much where that episode left off. It could be wrong by a minute or two. Yeah, that's about right. So then you get into the, the next one, that, the last were, episode. Yeah, because they were driving in the dark in yeah. the beginning of five. And they go, so now they're driving, they're trying to get to the, um, the, uh, oh, what's it called? The big ship that, the, the Pegasus? No. Is it a Pegasus? I think so. I think that's what it Infinity was. Infinity or something? No, 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 no. They're, they're trying to get to that ship. Um, the ones that always drop you on the planet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember if that's the right name, but I, I think that it's something similar to that, if that's not right, but, um, so there he, so Master Chief's trying to get him to that, to that ship to get him off world. And they're just, they're fighting tooth and nail all the way. Um, and the best part of episode five, and uh, again, I apologize, I got this wrong, but they're being chased by a hunter. And it gets down to where, where so, so Master Chief goes to take on the hunter and he sends the cadets off because they, they crash their, they're they're a warthog and they're on foot and so but he's taking this thing out well a little bit later he shows up and he's like i'm out of ammo that hunter took everything i had i need some more ammo because there's another one (laughs) and you get to see this this so that all they have was like only thing left was lasky had a grenade that he hands to uh, Master Chief. And that's it. Everybody else is out of ammo. So Chief's going to take their game. He's going to run off and try to get the hunter go somewhere else. And Lasky says, no, I'll be the decoy. Right. So he takes off running, and this hunter just starts to unleash his weapon on him and stuff. And then you get into this awesome battle dude where master chief comes out to, to get on the back of a hunter because you got to take crazy. him from behind right that's crazy dude and he just i, I can't say what i want to say but he that hunter like just turned flip. around and slapped master chief back like he was a rag doll man you know and it, it was like a just a insert derogatory comment slap right there <laughs> Hey, that'll get you banned <laughs> for life. Yeah, I'm going to be banned for life. So, I mean, and I was just like, oh, man. And then so the thing turns back 
to Lasky running, and, and he shoots at him again, and Lasky goes down, and then, like, Master Chief jumps on his back and actually gets the grenade in him and, and actually kills the hunter. Well, he, like, punches through and yeah, he he puts to, like, the yeah. grenade inside of him. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. So it was so cool, and then it was, like... It's amazing. And then so you go back to Lasky, who's... He ends up, you know, of course, he ends up losing his best friend, that, that one girl, throughout this because she got a needle a needler got her in the gut or in the in the yeah in the gut and killed her um so he he's dealing with the loss of her and i think that's what pushed him to be the decoy right you know because he was just so sad at the loss of his best friend and you know um, i think he just prior to that he grabbed her dog tags yes yes so so he takes off and i think it's more like i don't care if i die you know he, I just don't think he cared at that point, and uh, but he didn't. And then the very end, you basically see him as a much older officer, much bigger, <laughs> much bigger, much older, much less hair. <laughs> um, and he was on—I don't remember which ship he was on—but you're going to see him in the game. You will see Lasky, I think, in the game. He will be someone that Master Chief probably converts with. So converses with. It was awesome. So I mean, it took you right up to where the you know if you remember in Halo Three, if you played through the Legendary Edition and you waited through the credits and watched that special ending at the end, you see. I'm trying to remember, but there was. It's like I believe you see him. His ship that he's on is coming into another planet. And I think that's where it left off. So now we know that the beginning of this game, Chief's going to be walking out of cryostasis where he left on Halo 3, and everything's going to crap. The ship's exploding, and, you know, um, Cortana's waking him up, and he immediately goes into action, you know. And I think most of us, most people probably seen the trailer where he ends up on that planet, and that thing shoots down that, that other huge, huge ship. Which I'm thinking that's the one that Lasky's on. I'm pretty sure that's the same ship that's going to get taken down at the very beginning. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it just led you right up into the game. It's so cool. It was one of the neatest things I've ever seen um, for like a, a game tie-in type of thing. Very well done. Very well done. Very well done. Hey, now one thing I, I didn't quite get, maybe just because I haven't been playing the games as much, is Right at the end, when they were on that dropship, and then the other two soldiers from Lasky, they took off their helmets. Yes. It was the guy and the girl. Yes. And they were both like pale, and they had like weird eyes. What, yes. what was that all about? They're they're Spartans. They're they are so, also, yes, but we you don't get to see Master Chief. Right. But yeah, if you've seen, um, I think there was a video maybe with Halo Three. That showed like some bald-headed guys going in and basically going into the program. Um, they 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 inject them with all this stuff and basically make them, you know, bigger, stronger, faster, super soldiers. You know. Okay. So th- those that's I don't that's know like what the, the eyes. I'm, I'm assuming that's the eyes is just part of the what happened to them. Right. But I don't I don't think they're like bionic eyes or anything because I think they still rely on all their equipment. Yeah, I didn't hear any. Da, 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 da. 
There's none of that, so they can't be bionic. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> so. so, okay, so basically, if they're part of the program, they kind of look like that then. Okay. I think that's because of, yeah, everything they went through. That's what I it gotcha. does to you, so. But awesome video, man. If you haven't seen it, you've got to got to watch it. It is, we're not doing it justice. It is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, you're, like Wing said, I mean, you're basically getting a Halo 4 movie for free. Yeah. And I want to say, I want to say thanks to Al from our Facebook group because I'm pretty sure it was Al who first said, when I said, what do we want to talk about? And he, he writes in every week with stuff to talk about. I'm pretty sure it was him that said, I want to talk about episode one of Halo 4 Unto Dawn. And I'm like, okay, well, I, it's the only reason I watched it was because, mm-hmm. well, he wants us to talk about it. I guess I better watch it. Yeah. I would have never probably seen this thing. So we owe it all to him. We owe it all to Al. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. <laughs> you rock, dude. You were number one in my book. Um, so sorry, Rob, you just got bumped down. <laughs> my one and a half at least <laughs> who does number two work for <laughs> alright well okay. I think that's that's enough of Halo for now we'll come back to it in a, a little bit but yeah okay so uh, Army of Two has got a next uh, or has a uh, title coming out or at least that series has a title coming out called Army of Two The Devil's Cartel uh, it's going to be out and about on March 26th, uh, 2013, and that's in the U.S., and March 29th, 2013, in Europa. Um, basically, this is uh, set in Mexico, where the uh, the two brothers get to... Or that's not derogatory, is it, or anything? No. Oh, the two brothers. Okay, good. Didn't want to get banned for life. Okay, uh, gets to uh, clean up the mean streets of Mexico. And, that might uh, be derogatory. Why well, you got to pick on Mexico? <laughs> why? Why is Mexico got to be mean streets? <laughs> it hey, is mean streets everywhere. <laughs> but you didn't say that. You said Mexico. No. Okay. <laughs> I will continue. Okay. All right, so pre-orders uh, for the game are automatically going to get the Overkill edition of the game, which has uh, an additional three contract missions. Uh, this is being done by a new studio, uh, the Visceral, Visceral? Visceral. 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 Visceral Games, which did uh, the Dead Space series. So uh, look at it, look, or look for it next year. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a real quick one, and I'm I'm curious what you think of this, Rob. The Oscar-winning co-writer of Pulp Fiction and the producer of the Silent Hill movies are teaming up to bring the classic video game Castle Wolfenstein to the big screen. Wolfenstein. 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 I don't even really... I mean, I played the game, but I don't even really care. I'm like, I don't really see the need for a Castle Wolfenstein movie, but I'm surprised I would expect more of a Call of Duty movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
it seems to be that's the big franchise. I'm surprised we're not seeing a Call of Duty movie, but I guess we're going to get a Castle Wolfenstein movie. So if there's anyone out there excited about that, uh, there you go. Do you remember that original game? The Wolfenstein 3D? No, before that. No, Wolfenstein 3D was my first one. Yeah, Castle Wolfenstein. I remember playing it. I think it was on my Commodore 64. It was, it was, I'm sure you probably played it. It was that one game that was like the first one that had some kind of goofy speech in it, where they had this noise that the, that the SS soldiers would, uh, would say, and it sounded like special sauce. <laughs> oh. Like a, like a brain burrito. <laughs> <laughs> brain burrito. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, they would say like secret service or something, and it, that's, it would, that's another thing it, that always makes you laugh. Yes, it does. Green burrito. Green <laughs> burrito. And yeah, they always used to say like special sauce, <laughs> special sauce. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was an interesting game. Anyway. Alrighty. I'm I'm none too familiar with it. Okay. So. It was the original? I'll take your word at it. Original. So that's it. You got anything else to talk about this week, Rob? No, sir. All right. Let's get into our group, our to our Facebook group, and see what they had to talk about this week. Uh, if you want to join our community topics discussion, either asking us a question to talk about on the show or just chit-chatting with the rest of the community, join us on Facebook. Just search for This Xbox Life. You can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com, follow us on our Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thisxboxlife, or you can call and leave us a voicemail. 224-698-XBOX, 224-698-9269. First of all, I want to say that I have seen several new newcomers to our group this week. Um, Welcome. I just want to welcome anybody that's recently joined, and um, I see we've got some new comments this week from some new people, and I'm glad to see other people sounding off. And, Rob, I think that if we, we we make it to the point where we don't even have to come up with topics anymore. We just go to this every week (laughs) because it's great. We're getting all kinds of questions and stuff that people want to talk about or hear about. And and what's cool about this is that it's stuff that people want to hear, you know, where as opposed to just like you or me wanting to talk about it. Exactly. (laughs) Which necessarily doesn't mean the listeners want to talk about it. Exactly. So they're probably getting tired of Borderlands. It rules. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but let's start out with Al, my good buddy Al, who... Rob, I don't know if you've uh, clicked on that link there that's in the story, that very first one, but you're going to want to do it. Okay. Wow, that didn't last long. Sold out already. Um, Al, I hope you got yours, but you heard us talk about the Halo Forward Unto Dawn show in Episode 5, how Master Chief took on a hunter. Well, this is a resin statue of that very battle, and it looks amazing it looks so good and uh, this thing was costing it's being made by mcfarland toys uh the prices oh it doesn't even say a price i thought it was listed there before it there is a price in there it's in the text maybe like two-thirds oh, of 225 dollars with free and shipping. With free shipping. Um, and it's already sold out. This was not yeah. sold out when I looked at it like yesterday or the day before. Um, it's a 13-inch. Well, the base is 13 inches wide, 7 inches deep. It's going to be 14 inches tall. There's only going to be 500 of these made. Um, 
and each statue will include a certificate of authenticity hand signed by McFarlane Toys creator Todd McFarlane. Um, and yeah, the pre-orders just started on two days ago. So in two days, this thing sold out. Yeah, it probably sold out in a day. Oh yeah. So um, awesome looking thing. Uh, you can go to store.spawn.com and look through their products if you want to see it. You can probably find it by looking under the Halo category, but it's the Halo Forward Unto Dawn resin statue if you want to see what it looks like. It looks really cool. Oh, look yeah. for them on eBay. You might be able to get one on eBay, but it's going to cost you a lot more than $225. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So, cool stuff. Um, Al wants us to talk about the, the finale, which we did. Um, he also wants us to talk about the Halo 4 controversial review. Says it's not COD, so it sucks. Now, I looked into this, uh, the link, and Dude, this is funny. The Duke Nukem Forever designer, George Broussard, he tweeted, um, his comment was, now this was at EGM, who gave Halo 4 a review score of 70. He wrote, now George Broussard from Duke Nukem Forever, yeah, that, that, that guy, he says, cool review, bro. Sorry, but you're a retard if you give Halo 4 a 70. Zero credibility. Wow. So there's some stuff this week about, you know, the, the funniest comment that I saw. Let me let me find out if I can. Oh, um, yeah, this, this other guy, his name was Cold Cognition. He tweeted back. At George Rossard, not sure the lead designer of Duke Nukem Forever should A, be throwing around the word retard, B, <laughs> critique anything at all. <laughs> Zing! Zing! So, nice. I mean, you know, whether you re- agree with the review score or not, I'm shocked to see that someone would say Halo 4 is a 70, but... You know, read the review. They probably posted in there why they felt that way. And I didn't read the review. Um, you know, the reviews are, it doesn't matter. It's like me saying Need for Speed, Most Wanted, and Assassin's Creed 3 suck. It's just my opinion. It doesn't mean it's true. You know, other people I know, uh, Carbide in our group, and he loves this game. He's all into it. He loves it. He thinks it's the greatest thing ever. Well, I don't know if it's the greatest thing ever, but he loves this game. And that's great. You know, we don't all have to agree, but we do have to agree to disagree. You know, Soul Assassin thinks I'm, he probably thinks I'm retarded for not liking Need for Speed, you know, but he loves the game and and he likes it and doesn't have an issue with it. I'm just saying, when I give you my opinions, this is what I see, this is what I think of it, okay? And that's based on... My bad gameplay, my bad eyes, my whatever, you get it all. Lack you of know? skills. My slow internet, maybe, if I'm having bad internet connection. You know, oh, the game is laggy. Well, maybe it's not laggy. Maybe it's my internet. It's <laughs> the all... pizza you ate for dinner. Exactly. I might have had too much mozzarella <laughs> on the joystick. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's all... Nice. It's everybody's opinion. It's not... The, it's not gospel. It's not law. It's not... It doesn't matter what somebody says the game is. If you like it, play it. That's just my opinion. I know people don't agree with some of the things I say, but I don't care. 
I'm just giving you my opinion and my thoughts. Because why would you want me to sit here and give you someone else's opinions and thoughts? You know, and that's why I always tell people, play the trial or rent it, you know. And I always like to tell people, you know what, I love this game. If you like this style of game, you're probably going to like this. You know, I'm sure as much as I love Borderlands, there's somebody out there that doesn't like Borderlands. You know, but... I'm sure there's a lot of people. So... You know, it don't, don't, guys, don't get hung up on review scores. This, this just shows you the idiocy in, in complaining about what someone gives a review score. If you're gonna like the game, get the game, period. If you don't know if you're gonna like it, you can read those, you can, you can take a review score at what it is. Here's the issues that I had with Need for Speed, um, you know, but I also told you why I think I might be having some of those issues. I've also said other people really love it and don't see that as a problem, you know, don't try it out yourself. Try the demo if there's yeah. a demo available. If there's not a demo, go rent the thing. Hit the red box. Hit the hit hit the game flies. Hit up wherever you can rent the game. Borrow it from a person, a friend of yours who's got it. Try it out. If you like it, then go put your money down and buy it. Oh, yeah. Don't you know, don't, don't listen to a reviewer. You know, we've had a little bit of discussion on uh, this board game life about this very thing. Oh, and nice plug. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I can do that, right? Shameless. Anyway, yes. Where it's, I, I think this whole review business is even worse when it comes to board games because people look at the reviews, you know, whether it's like the gameplay and you know, or they listen to somebody, you know, go on and on about the game, and they will literally make the um, decision to buy or not off of hearing like one review sometimes, and, or it's a game that they've been excited for a long time. And, you know, they just hear one negative review or something teeny tiny that's negative about it, and they'll be like, no, I'm not going to get this game. But the thing is, the whole basis of a review is to hear somebody's opinion of the game. It's not necessarily really determined, like, you know, like when you talk about a game, you know, you don't always intend to say, like, oh, you know, I don't think anybody should buy this. <laughs> well, maybe sometimes it is. But... You know, it's more just, like I said, just to get your opinion out there. And people should listen to that review, and they should listen to other reviews to get a feeling for what the game is like. Because, really, that's what you want to get from a review. You know, you don't want to get, like, should I buy it or not? You just want to know about the game. You know, what was the gameplay experience like? What frustrations did they have? What, what did they like? And you take that from all these different sources, and you, you know filter through it and then you kind of have a pretty good sense of what the game's about and you won't really know until you actually play yourself right you know what i mean and if you've already got the game it doesn't matter what i think or what a reviewer at oxm ign egm whatever doesn't matter what they think if you got the game and you bought it and you love it that's all matters yeah and there's a lot of people out there that don't like to hear anything negative about anything that they have yeah, exactly. Which is also weird. And, you know, that's, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Take a chill pill. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, enough of that. Thanks for the story, Al. Um, sure. Al also brings up, I wants us to talk about Forza Horizon. Uh, it's got a new DLC pack. comes out this Tuesday on our election day here in the United States. So, uh 
I don't think I'll be playing anything that night, dude. Even, what You know what kills me is Halo 4 comes out that night. I know, right? But I'm going to be glued to Fox News, man. Yeah. I, I don't... I, I don't think I'll be playing Halo that night, even though it'll be sitting here, as much as it's going to kill me. Um, unless they get to a point where they're like, it's just, you know, we don't know for two weeks, <laughs> then okay, I might go play Halo, but... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but if you're if you're not if you don't care about the elections, see or if there's you any live, hanging chads. For yeah, for you those of you who live outside of the states, and you're not going to be playing Halo 4 on Tuesday. If you do have Forza Horizon, um, the Bondurant Car Pack is coming out that day. Um, if you do have the season pass, this will be included in that. Um, let's see. Let me look at the official press release. Tell you what it comes with. Um. Let's see, this is going to blah, 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 blah. You're going to get the 2012 Lamborghini Gallardo LP570-4 Spider Performante. 2012 Shelby 1000. The 2010 BMW M3 GTS. The 1965 Shelby Cobra 427 SC. Um, the 1994 Nissan 240SX SE. The 2012 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon, baby. Yeah, that's why you want it. If you don't have the season pass, it's going to cost you 400 Microsoft points. Um, let me double check the season pass thing. I thought there was a season pass. Actually, this does not talk about a season pass. Maybe it just says it's 400 Microsoft points. I thought there was a season pass for Forza Horizon. Yeah, I'm not sure I remember one. I wouldn't doubt it if there is, but... Okay, they don't say anything about a season pass, so if you do have a season pass, maybe this is not included, which wouldn't make sense. But um, it does not state anywhere in the story, and this is the official thing. It says it's 400 Microsoft points, so... Yep. Um, okay, so that's coming out on, on Tuesday. Um. Yeah. Al also talks about the Halo 4 soundtrack being the highest-selling video game soundtrack ever. Yeah. So here's Did more you... numbers, Rob. Do okay. you have that one pulled up? Yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you crunch the numbers again. All right, all right. So this one debuted at number 50 on the Billboard 200, which I guess is a good thing. <laughs> and it's a video sold... game soundtrack. I know, right? And it <laughs> sold just under 9,000 copies in its first week. Like, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of surprised. I would have thought that to debut at 500 or 50 out of 200, you'd need to sell more than 9,000 copies. But <laughs> I, I guess I'm not into how much <laughs> music sells nowadays. Uh, it surpassed the soundtrack to Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock, which peaked at number 107 in 2007. So that's about five years ago. And... The record for the highest sales week was held by Halo 2, which sold just a bit more than 9,000 copies in its second week on the chart in 04. Wow. Um, in the top soundtracks category, uh, Halo 4's soundtrack debuted at number 3. Previous Halo games did uh, well. Halo 2 peaked at number 12 in 04. Halo 3 at number 18 in 07. Halo 3 ODST was 15 in 2009. And Reach was 8 in 2010. Wow. 
I mean, it's surprising that they all... So it debuted at number three. Yeah. This one did. Wow. And then, yeah, going on to say that the number one person was Taylor Swift at number one. That's no surprise. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. That's cool to see a, a video game soundtrack jumping up like that. Oh, heck yeah. Number 50. So That's nice. All right, and the last thing from Al is a reminder that the Mass Effect trilogy also releases on November 6th. Oh, yeah. So I don't know who's going to win Halo 4 or Mass Effect 3 trilogy. Could be, could be Master Chief or uh, Commander Shepard. <laughs> I think Master Chief is going to whoop Shepard's butt. So, Actually, it could be sort of like the U.S. election. Is the new guy going to win? <laughs> or the... <laughs> There is no new guy. They're They're both old. They're both, they both got a record to stand on. Yeah. So, but, all right. You want to, let's go on to the next guy. Sure. Okay. uh, Marcos wanted us to talk about Assassin's Creed 3 and Need for Speed, uh, how much they stink, (laughs) and Halo 4. (laughs) I think we kind of covered both of those. I think we covered all of them, yeah. Yeah. And Marcus says uh, he thinks that uh, President Obama uh, would be into NBA 2K13. I'm not sure where that came from, but yeah, I think he was commenting on something else in the thread. But so I know Christopher responds, "No, Obama seems like a Grand Theft Auto type of person to me." <laughs> so, uh, and this is a uh, Christopher. This is Dirty Bite from last yeah. week, our, our guest host last week. So I, I think he's. They're just joking around, but <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Uh, John writes in: uh, Is anyone going to join me in competitive multiplayer before the campaign in Halo Four? Um, not me. I'm gonna. I'll go with the campaign first. I always do the campaign first. So, I'll right. be looking for to hook up with people to do the campaign on Legendary. You know, but uh, since I'm not going to be on that first night. I don't know if I'll, everybody will be halfway through it, probably are done with it by the time I get on the next day. So, yeah, and then he writes in, uh, or you know, less specifically in my needs, which are you more interested in, campaign or multiplayer? I think we just covered that one. Yep, campaign. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> multiplayer will be fun, and I'll play it. But the campaign is that's just, I want to go through that story. All right, okay. Stuart writes in and says he wants to know how wants us to talk about how awesome Assassin's Creed Three is. <laughs> this is this is my buddy Carbide there, folks. You got to understand he's Canadian, so it doesn't translate well over to no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's Canadian. That's why that's why he likes Assassin's Creed. <laughs> a. He thinks the C stands for Canadian. Uh, a C. A Canadian. <laughs> Canadian Three. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, we talked about this, so you got my viewpoint already. I'm going to keep playing. Hopefully it turns into an Assassin's Creed game. I'm six hours in. I'm still waiting, so we'll see. Um, but the How Do You Like Them Apples achievement, that was quite a interesting thing. That was very interesting. And, and uh, Stuart, I may call on you to be on the show. Um, maybe we'll do a spoiler cast episode with you. 
Um, so you just we'll just have an un just a free open discussion of Assassin's Creed Three. Um, and if anybody else would like to join Stuart on that, we can maybe make that happen in the next couple of weeks if you finish the story. So let me know if you're interested in that. Uh, we can do that like the after show spoiler cast. So uh, okay, so that's it from Stuart. Okay, uh, Jeremiah writes in any funny gaming stories. Uh, mine is from Battlefield Three. My gunner in the attack heli uh, during recent game was Scottish, and they couldn't understand him. We eventually started laughing at each other and tried to coordinate our attack. <laughs> That's pretty funny. When I read this, I thought of a couple of things, Rob. Yeah. One was, which we've said before, way, way, way back in the day when we were playing uh, Red Alert online, and um, you wiped out all my armies and you couldn't find me. I was still alive. Oh, yeah, you had your and one guy. I had a submarine in a lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I refused to, I refused to surface him. Because yep. if I did, you had your, you finally figured it out. And you kept, cause he just, Rob just kept going all over the map. Like, you know, I've wiped him out. His base is gone. And yeah, and where I spent is all my money. Guy? Yeah. I spent and, all my money and resources and I couldn't build anything to attack a sub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I told him I refused to, to surface. But so have, I just no, stayed there. That way I, I, I couldn't lose. You couldn't win. <laughs> See, everybody, this is the kind of gamer that Mark is. <laughs> <laughs> win at all costs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so that, no, that's, things changed. Um, I always think of that. I um, I often think of uh, the time that you and I were at a land party. And that dude kept slapping his mouse on the table because everybody was shooting him. Oh, and he was sure. getting mad, and then he ended up breaking his mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of that. Um, I don't know. What about you? Actually, I had one. Uh, this is uh, with our uh, friend Luke, uh, this guy that we grew up with, where we were actually playing Castle Wolfenstein, the game that we talked about earlier on, on the Commodore 64. And it was so funny because – we figured out that if you place your character like in a certain spot on the screen, that the SS soldier would like march back and forth, like right next to you, and like not do anything. I mean, you're just totally oblivious to where you're at. And so, yeah, I mean, we were playing on my Commodore 64 at my house, and you were kind of taking turns uh, with the characters. And so we were standing there, and we we're kind of like, ah, you can't find us you can't find us and then all of a sudden the dude just screams like special sauce and then boom kills us and we both like jumped at the same time like you kind of had to be there but <laughs> man it was hilarious special sauce huh special sauce okay yes. i gotta see if i can find a sound clip from that <laughs> game. yeah you do yeah cool i'll let you take the next one Alrighty. So, uh, f- forgive me for mispronouncing this name because I'm sure I will. <laughs> That's why I gave it to yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I figure it as much. I think it's Jabo. It's X I A B O. So, uh, I would say Zybo. 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 You know, if, <laughs> if you can, let us know on Facebook I, uh, uh, I, how to pronounce your name. Sorry. I, I, that's the hard part about this. Yeah. So. What we need to do is tell everybody put the, just put their gamer tag. I wish you could not have their real names and actually have their gamer tags. Yeah. So maybe we should just have everybody put their gamer tag after their question or before it. 
So some of these I know. I know who Stuart and John are. I know who their gamer tags are. And yeah. Jason, who's coming up. But the others, I don't know their gamer tags. And but, anyways, we apologize if we butchered your name. Or you can put it in your Facebook name, like uh, like your maiden name. <laughs> there you go. You know what? We should put your gamer tag as your middle name, because be awesome. Jason, as you see down here, he does that. I know, right? That's so. I know exactly who it is because on his Facebook, his gamer tag is listed as his middle name. Or that could be his maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Giabo um, anyway, writes in uh, Assassin's Creed Three cripples, and do we expect more Assassin's Creed? I think he's talking about the fact that the the online multiplayer. Is, I yes. guess is crippled. Um, there's, I think, I think that Ubisoft had just recently done some server work on the back end just recently. So I think they resolved it. But I guess there's a lot of problems going into multiplayer and it's freezing, um, causing your, your, your consoles to freeze up. And it had something to do with the multiplayer. So um, I do believe they've resolved that. Uh, are we going to see more Assassin's Creed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I haven't finished the game, so I'm not sure how this ends, but I can't see them just saying, oh, that's the end of it. It's too successful a franchise. So I, I, I'm sure we'll see more offshoots of like we did with Brotherhood and Revelations, and I'm sure we'll have an Assassin's Creed 4. I, oh, I don't yeah. doubt it. I wouldn't mind seeing an Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, they had that uh, little web series I think around Assassin's Creed 2. Do you remember that one? I don't think I ever watched it. I think it was actually the pretty Dawn good. Is the first real web series I've ever watched. Yeah, they they had an Assassin's Creed one. You might want to check it out. I'm sure it's on YouTube still. This is actually really well done. Yeah, because I did watch I think a Ghost Recon Future Soldier one, and it was horrible. It was garbage. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't know if they did more than the one that I saw, but it wasn't very good. So was that done by the Machinima? I don't. Also, so I saw that they've got a couple of different ones. Oh, I have no idea. So, but everybody's got. They're going to be hard to live up to the Forward Under Dawn movies. That's for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Faux show. Oh heck yeah! All right. Uh, wow, we got our Lord and Savior writing in. Um, <laughs> it's either Jesus or Jesus. Um, apologize, I don't know how it is pronounced. Um, Usually, if you say Jesus, they say no, it's Jesus. If you say Jesus, they say no, it's Jesus, or or Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Jesus writes and says, "Hey, there might be more excitement over Halo Four instead of the presidential elections. What if the winner declines to make a statement because he's playing Halo Four? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see that happening. That would be cool, though. <laughs> yeah. So you see them like. They don't want to know what's going on. They're like they're waving their Xbox controller, like no, no. Yeah, I don't, whatever. No I don't, statements. Yeah, not now. I'm in a multiplayer match. <laughs> so, I don't think we'll see that. But yeah, it, it is interesting because the game comes out. Like I said, I, as much as I'm looking forward to this game, I really am very interested in the election uh, more than any election we've ever had, um, and I'm really worried about this one. So. Uh, I'm going to be tuned into the news probably all night, so I won't probably won't be playing, but we'll see. Um, 
And if if one of the candidates does say he can't make a statement because he's playing Halo 4, we're going to know who to come back to and, and say they called it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, next one is from Jason, also known as Democulus, because that's what his middle name is. Um, he wanted me to remind everybody. Uh, I've made a post on our Facebook group, but we hadn't talked about it yet in the show. I am going to be in um, Plano, Texas, which is just north of Dallas, Texas, um, the week of the 11th through the 16th. So I got I got work stuff going on down there. So on Tuesday, November 13th, that evening, we're having our first official TXL meetup. Um, Democulus and his brother, um, oh, his brother's gamer tag is like, Galadus Prime or Galadin Prime, um, something to that effect. They're going to actually come up to, to see me. Um, we're also Elite Scion XB, and his wife are coming out. We're going to go out to dinner that Tuesday night. So I want to make sure everybody, you know, if you're not on our Facebook group, you should be. Uh, but if you are in the Dallas area, uh, we are going to be meeting in roughly the Plano, Frisco area, somewhere right around there um, for dinner. Um, if you are going to go or you want to meet up with us that Tuesday evening, uh, November 13th, um, let me know. Reach out to me on Facebook or through Xbox Live. Uh, shoot me your cell phone number, and I'll text you uh, where we're going to go, what time. Um, we're going to get all that worked out this week. So, um, But if you want to meet us up, we're going to have our first TXL meetup. So there will be a couple community members and myself will be there. Um so should be should be a good time to go out have dinner and just shoot the breeze and, and have a good time. So I'm really looking forward to to meeting Elite and Democulus and, and his brother. Um, so it, it's going to be cool. Hopefully we can get a few other people. Moronic Cow won't be there. He is still down in college for another week, so he's he can't make it. Um, it would have been cool if he could have made it too. But um, if you are in the area. Um, Please let us know. I'd like to like to have you at our meetup. So, and I'm just going to say that Democulus is driving like five hours to come up to this thing. So because oh, wow. he's down like in Houston, and him and his brother are driving up. That's so, awesome. So if you're anywhere within less than a five hour window of Dallas, Texas, you got no excuse not to be there. <laughs> and that includes airplane. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's driving. I'll say yeah. drive time. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I won't make anybody fly, but so hit us up. Uh, I would love to see a bigger group. I, I, it would just be cool to meet some people. So, um, it should be fun. We'll just get down. Have, we're just going to sit and have dinner and, you know, just spend the night, uh, you know, just getting to know each other, uh, in person. I think it'd be cool. And you're more than welcome to bring a friend. I'm going to bring a friend, <laughs> my buddy Mike. <laughs> He'll be there. Um, and, uh, so, and Jason's bringing his brother and Elite's bringing his wife. And so you're more than welcome to bring a friend. Uh, uh, you can bring your, your bodyguard. You can bring your significant other, you know, whatever. Come have a good time. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a good time. So. Very cool. So that's it. All right. Then the final one that we've got is from Jordan and that's, uh, regards to sexism on Halo 4 multiplayer, resulting in a ban when we covered that pretty good. Yep. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I, I usually I put stuff in our script for us to talk about, and then I see a lot of things come up from our community. So, like I said, I think I can almost get away from doing stuff that we that we put in because our community just gives us such good information, oh, yeah. such good topics that you know they cover all the big stuff. So, oh heck yeah, I like. In it. fact, everything that I saw kind of mirrored what you know they wrote in, except for the uh, the Halo numbers. Yeah. So. Keep it up, guys. We really enjoy hearing, you know, and knowing that we're talking about stuff you want to hear about. Oh, heck yeah. So, um, all right, so let's quickly run through what's coming out this week. Not that it really matters, but um, uh, first up is... Uh, no Halo game. Yeah, another Halo no, game. No Halo games this week. No. None. No, I mean, come on, Halo 4? <laughs> I mean, come on, you know, aren't you tired of the sequels? Can't they come up with something new? Man, who? No one's gonna buy this. I mean, the fourth one in a series. Give me a break. Well, okay. And it's actually what the sixth or seventh one. Since had... <laughs> yeah. S- since nobody's interested in it, why don't you just tell them the other stuff they're gonna buy this week? What they really want is yes. Nickelodeon Dance Two. Even though it's a sequel, <laughs> it's still a dance game. So what could be possibly wrong? Yeah. Saints Row the Third, the full package. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, Budok. Budokai. Budokai HD Collection. Uh, the Mass Effect Trilogy. There you go. Midway Arcade Origins. And the the, the next two, I think, is probably going to be fighting for the number one seller this week, is NASCAR the Game Inside Line and History Legends of War Patton. So that's what I want to see, uh, because I think those two are going to top the sales charts, and I just don't know which one's going to come out on top. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Halo Four doesn't have a chance, man. No one likes no one likes sequels, right? And Candy Crusher twenty thirteen. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that so, thing just keeps coming. So pretty much there's gonna be one game being sold this week, that's Halo, so I think everything I can't believe there's many games coming out, but I think it's just they're you know well then Nickelodeon Dance isn't even competing and a lot of these don't compete. Mass Effect trilogy doesn't matter, it's it's just, you know, if you're a Mass Effect person, you're going to already have had it anyway. So. You already you already went down this road. Yep. So, all right, that's it. That is all. That's it for the show this week. Um, hit us up, uh, review us on iTunes, please, with five stars always because we deserve it. Well, at least Rob <laughs> does. And uh, if, if you don't give us five stars, I'll cry. Give us five stars, man. It'll Please, you know, yeah, and, and send donations to me. I need to buy a new chair. <laughs> so I gotta figure you out something to, to do. I gotta I gotta have a chair here for tomorrow. So I can you need a steel bench. Uh, but I have to go borrow borrow my wife's office chair. <laughs> Are they the same model? Same thing, yeah. You switch them. <laughs> but the thing is, is mine's newer, so I don't know what I. Uh-huh. Yeah, this thing is. I don't know what happened. I'm still trying to figure it out. So, anyways, um, iTunes reviews, please. And uh, that's it. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. I'm taking off to watch The Walking Dead. All right. And I'm Rob, also known as Prusar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week.